We welcome you back to the Two Guys Named Chris show. We have Lisa Lanier on. Here she is on Not Her Regular Day to weigh in on a story that I just found fascinating. I guess because I saw the video on the news last night. Uh, guys sitting along with six or seven other people in a, a restaurant in Texas, a taqueria, and another guy comes in waving a gun around, clearly robbing the place, says to everybody, put your wallets on the floor. Some people get under the table. They're cowering in fear. Guy stands up, was at a booth, and when the robber is not looking, shoots him, and he goes down. And then a few moments later, that same guy goes over, stands atop the robber, and shoots him more times, point blank, kills him. The guy is dead. That's rough. It is People standing around. Oh, I agree. I agree. And he says to all the other customers, get your money back. Get your money back. Get us your meals. (laughs) (laughs) Churro, 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 churros for everybody. (laughs) Well, what? <laughs> Churros, you heard me. Blood's oozing out on the floor. Yeah, no kidding. It, if it wasn't, it yeah. is now. Man, it's rough. Plus, as a customer, you know, what I would want to do once that had been done is leave. But I think you need to wait for the police, no matter what, even if you didn't do the shooting. Don't Got you think? To. No, those a, are the rules. That's a hard place to be, though, isn't it? You want to, I would want to get home, especially if my kids were there. Yeah, but you've got to stay. You've got to stay. But you've got to stay, you know. Yeah. So, anyway, the, the guy who did the shooting. Then discovers, oh, man, the robber has a toy gun. This is not even a real gun. And he throws it across the room, and he says, effing toy gun. And then he gets in his truck, and he leaves. And there's video of that, too. He gets in, gone. So the question is, and now he's speaking only through his attorney, and he is not, he did not wait around for cops to get there. So the question is, this took place in Texas. We're asking Lisa, how much trouble is the shooter, the good guy, in for not just shooting the person, because I think that's totally justified, but for going over, standing on top of him, point blank, and continuing to shoot him, even though he was down, and then getting in his truck and leaving. Lisa's with us. Hello, Lisa. How you doing? Hey, I'm fantastic. Hope you guys are. Doing very well, thank you. What are your thoughts on this? Do you uh, do, do you think... You know, yeah, go ahead. It's a head, This one's a head-scratcher for Texans, I think, because mm-hmm. uh, in Texas, you know, it's a huge stand-your-ground state, mm-hmm. big old, you know, cowboy self-defense mm-hmm. uh, state, and so... For, you know, it's been black letter law for a long, long time that if somebody's committing a serious felony, you can shoot them. You know, yeah. and so he was like you said, he was absolutely fine to shoot regardless of the toy gun. You mm-hmm. don't have to stop and go, hey, is that a real gun? Right. You can just shoot him. Right. But, you know, there's a question and it's going to be right now what's happening is so he did flee. You know, he fled and he he went to his attorney and he said, let's contact the authorities. I know I'm going to be looked at, you know, sideways for this. Mm-hmm. And so th- then he made arrangements to surrender himself, although he wasn't charged. They offered to surrender him, but they said, no, we're not going to charge you. We're going to let a grand jury look at it. Mm-hmm. And so a grand jury looking at it right now. And so they have to decide, was he still in that self-defense mode? Is it all part of one transaction? The old standard in Texas kind of before stand your ground, and it's still the case for ordinary situations of self-defense that are not in your home or place of business at your own job or car, um, is that, you know, was was there, was that force reasonably necessary to protect him or the other patrons? Mm-hmm. And you know, I think once the shooter's down, the answer to that is no. But part of that whole same line of cases is that it's presumed if there's a, a robbery being committed. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling, you know, he may get a, a pass on it. He may get to, he may not get charged because it was all part of this commission of this robbery. Mm-hmm. You know what his attorney said was, you never he didn't know if his bullets actually struck the person or the person could have been playing possum. Yeah. 
and then ready to get up. So he went over on to him and shot him again. Do you think that's a legitimate argument here? I mean, you know, you hear that kind of thing a lot in these sort of situations. You also hear that once once you start firing in that fear kind of mode, mm-hmm. you usually keep firing. It's usually not just one shot. When you're right. afraid and you're in a self-defense mode, you're usually going to shoot many times. Yeah. And, you know, and he, the fact of the matter is, this is kind of how Texas looks at it. You were robbing somebody, dude. So, you know, you, you get yours and that's that. And that's kind of how Texas looks at it. Wow, and, dude. Yeah. 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 Do, do, yeah. Would that same thing, what if it was Vermont? Would this guy be in serious trouble? It'd be different in Vermont, yeah. They're they're more of an ask questions first kind of a state. But <laughs> uh, you, you should know. see Biggie's face. Yeah, Vermont. Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> is it even a state? Uh, excuse me, sir. Is that a real guy? <laughs> sir. <laughs> sir. Yeah. <laughs> It is, right? <laughs> oh, man. But, you know, know, even in, uh, I don't know, the Geneva Convention, mm-hmm. uh, and, of course, Lisa doesn't, but uh, the, <laughs> <laughs> when you're in battle and you are uh, and you shoot somebody and they're still alive and you go over to them after the battle's over and they're still alive and you kill them, that's murder, isn't it? You're supposed to take them prisoner of war, I thought. Yeah, exactly. That's considered you murder. take the weapon away in the movies. In the war. Yeah, the well, movie, they take the weapons away unless we, you're still being pointed at. There's a scene in Saving Private Ryan. The very opening yes. scene, yes. and they are now the the Americans have made their way up the beach to the German strongholds, and the Germans are coming out with their hands up, and those guys are like, "What are you saying? What? What?" And then shoot. Yeah, I them. surrender. I surrender. And yeah. they're like, "What? What? what I can't, what, hear I can't you. understand so you." And they shoot them. Oh, it's a brutal scene. You know, it's kind of like that. So it, kind of along those same lines, there have been a bunch of castle doctrine cases where the perpetrator, you know, the home invader, or whatever, would be robber is running away, you mm-hmm. know, and is even like on your front lawn. Yeah. And, you know, the homeowner is unloading the gun into their back. And those cases are, you know, they're castle doctrine. They're they're no charges there against the homeowner. And so really? I think it's that it's probably gonna be that kind of mentality with the grand jury. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't doesn't you know, it wasn't a great look that he fled because it makes him look like he thinks he did something. Yeah, he should stay. Yeah, I think he yeah. should. And uh I tell you one thing though, in your mindset, I mean when that is going on I mean, you have only a minute. You don't know, really. You don't know. I mean, you might just like, shoot, 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 and just keep shooting. You know, that because you're scared to death. I mean, you think this guy is going to kill you. Uh, So I sort of give him a pass. It's tough, though, because he does stand right over him. And he did flee the scene. Are you required as a patron? Let's say you didn't do any of the shooting. You were just enjoying your uh, churro, Mm -hmm. as Christian said. Are you required to stay, Lisa? No, no. Most states, the majority of states don't require someone to stay, uh, you know, because it's they're just they're a witness and they're a victim yeah. you know but they don't absolutely have to stay and make a report or whatever and the guy the you know the uh the patron that did the shooting he made sure they all got their money back you know it's like here take your money back you know yeah, yeah. he did he, <laughs> he said get your money back out of this guy's hoodie or underneath him or whatever wow let me and my wife wanted me to ask you a question too she you know she follows this idaho these idaho murders like nobody else yeah. i mean she's all over it and she heard a lawyer say that even if you're just a witness, not even wanted for, um, you know, you're just, you're just being questioned by the police, you should have an attorney with you. I, you know, even if you're not a suspect, just as a witness. Do you think that's the case? Do you need an attorney even in that case? If you're close to a situation, like, you know, you're a, if you're like Idaho guy's best friend or dad mm-hmm. or somebody that's close to it that's a potential suspect, yeah, yeah I think you should have an attorney. I mm-hmm. mean, people... You know, a lot of times you get people wrongfully accused in especially sort of family, you know, murder situations, mm-hmm. um, boyfriend, you know, girlfriend, whatever. And they end up, they've said too much. 
and they they become a suspect even though they didn't really do it. And you know, maybe they offer to take a lie detector test, and even though they didn't really do it, they fail because they're not very reliable. Yep. And they go down this. You know, suddenly two years later they're in jail, and you know, didn't do it. So okay. you, you should be careful. Um, if you if you were anywhere like sort of close to the the people involved, I would say. You know, I mean, if you're just, you know, if it's something that, like you're across the street and you see a random robbery or something, mm-hmm. I don't think you need that. But if right. you're close to something like that, yeah, absolutely. Have an attorney go with well, you. Along those same lines, I have not followed the case like you guys have. The the two surviving people in the house, do they have attorneys? Are they speaking through attorneys or are they just talking on their own? Do we know? I don't know. I haven't heard anything about them speaking through attorneys. You know, the the one survivor who that was saw, the bombshell who she, saw the, she saw the criminal yeah. in the house and he walked past her and then she locked herself in a room for eight hours and was she said she was frozen in fear she did not call nine one one she did not check on the other roommates even though she saw a guy with a mask on who she had never seen before yeah. leaving I mean at first I really thought what are you doing you've got to call nine one one but then I mean if you're seventeen or twenty years old or whatever you are you know she's young. They gave her police protection after that. Because remember, I didn't even think of it in this angle. He knows she saw him. She, mm-hmm. He could have come right. back, you know, and she got police protection. What do you th- do? You have any blame toward her for not calling nine one one, Lisa? I mean, it's, it's not certainly what you would hope that someone would do, but it's hard to judge how people mm-hmm. react in, in those kind of situations. Just like the guy in Texas, you know, that I think was was doing a heroic thing. Mm-hmm. He didn't know that, that was a toy gun and. You know, it's hard to judge why he kept shooting yeah. because you're in that moment and the fear, you know, treats people different ways. It kind of makes people react in different ways. Right. Some and people put on football helmets and cower in their closets. I, that's my, okay, full disclosure, less right. than a year ago, I was on the phone with the same woman, right. okay, our attorney, with a Denver Broncos football helmet pulled down and my large sweater pulled down over my knees in fetal position. <laughs> <laughs> and in what? full disclosure, <laughs> it was a replica helmet. It was not uh, sanctioned it was, it was for not, official it was football. Not, you could use it in a real game. Helmet. <laughs> it's not. Does not meet the padding standards of the NFL. It's a concussion. Uh, will absolutely get through that. Hey, better nothing. <laughs> it's better than nothing. Yeah, you're exactly. that girl in Idaho that locks herself in the room. For hours. <laughs> right. I see them. They're outside. I see them right and They now. do know where you live. <laughs> You they clean your yard. I should have been given police protection, Dave. No. I should have been given police protection. Even they left. Later that night, the power went out. my face. <laughs> Listen, the power went out later that night. I called 911. <laughs> I said, they've cut the lines. They've cut the lines. They've cut the lines. Sir, your lines are underground. <laughs> They had not cut Kelly called me yesterday, and I thought, and I answered, and he said, I, "I'm so." It was in the middle of the day. He's like, "I'm surprised you answered." I was like, "Well, I thought you might be cowering in your closet." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's usually the time of day it happens, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's right about that time. That's right.